Hi folks, Curtis Shelburne here and welcome to the Focus on Faith with Curtis Shelburne podcast. A good place just to be and breathe and hang out for a while as we share some words about life in Christ. And that's all of it, I think. Life, that is. The good, the bad, the fun, the sad, the deepest joys, the toughest sorrows, all of it. I really think we're going to have a good time, and I hope you enjoy this. I hope you tell your friends about it, and I hope you come back. This episode, episode number 43, is entitled, My Cell Phone Has Been Stolen Again. Well, it's good to be back with you. We had a wonderful Christmas at our house, and yes, as I'm recording this, it is now well into February, past Valentine's Day, etc. I don't know if you listen to these just because you see a title that you like or if you're trying to listen to them in any kind of order. I don't know if you look at the dates particularly, and it really doesn't matter. I just love it that you're listening to them at all, and however you want to do that is fine. But yeah, I got a little off track during Christmas. It was a wonderful time and a busy time, and it's taken me a while now to get back on track. As the year begins, we all, of course, have our seasons. The IRS definitely has their seasons. Yeah, we go from the season to be jolly straight on into the season to get all your tax stuff ready and sit there and spend hours, in my case, at the desk digging through papers and putting together stuff that you should have been putting together probably all year. And you spend hours, and that's before you take it to the accountant. By the way, that was the best money that I have ever chosen to spend, to take it to the accountant, to put it all in final order. And so you do that. That's not particularly jolly. I tend to be a little depressed after Christmas anyway. I just have a a bit of a downturn there because I love Christmas so much. And because it's so busy, and particularly for pastors, need I tell you, it is especially busy, and yet I especially love it. For me, I get to sing a lot of great things during the Christmas season. I love the music of the season. And this year, as we're pulling out a little bit, at least from COVID, and some of the venues are opening up, and I hadn't been singing for a long time, all of a sudden I was getting a few more opportunities, and I hope it continues to go that way. And that was just so much fun. And then all of a sudden, well, the lights go out, the tree goes down, etc., you know, and here we go. Here we are at this particular time of year. And all I'm saying is there was quite a little lag between my December 22nd podcast and this one. If you listen to them in order, if you try to listen to them seasonally or whatever, I apologize for that. I got a feeling we better get used to it because the way my life goes, I'm pretty sure there's always going to be a lag there. But it sure is nice to be back in the saddle today and doing this podcast. And I really hope you enjoy it. I'm just curious, and don't tell me if you don't want to, but are you prone to losing stuff? I've got to admit, I am. I lose something almost every day. Now, I generally find it before the day's out. There are some notable exceptions to that. I've lost some things for years and then been cleaning up. That's kind of rare in my case, trying to move some junk from point A to point B. And then there comes a moment of great rejoicing when I find that thing that I thought was long gone. I lose stuff. I lose my keys pretty often. I lose my keys in my very small office at church, usually about once a day. I have, at this moment, got one iTouch. You know, that's the iPhone kind of thing without the phone. 
That's the little thing that they're really kind of handy. They're not as popular as they once were, but they're kind of handy, and I use them. I use them as a backup a lot of the time. I've got two of those. I found one that had been lost for a long time recently, and then, guess what? Somewhere between my study and the pulpit, I lost another one. I lose stuff. My wife says I'd lose my head if it wasn't tied on. You remember your parents saying that kind of thing to you, I'm sure. You know, your mom says, why, Karen, so you'd lose your head if it wasn't tied on. And Karen has to kind of grudgingly admit she just might. My wife says it's because I'm not thinking enough. I'm not paying enough attention. I counter that by saying, I'm thinking too much. I'm thinking about too many things. And yes, being male, I do not multitask. Well, I know I don't. I lose stuff all the time. Maybe you feel my pain. Well, I haven't lost my way too far in this podcast yet. This is time for an ad. I don't have a really serious ad to give you today. I'm just going to ask that you consider going to my website. Take a look at what you'll find there. Among other things, all of these podcast episodes are listed there. There also is my blog, my blog post from the Focus on Faith blog that I write each week, and I've been writing that column, which is what it also is in some newspapers and stuff, for many, many, many years. There's a ton of them there. Don't take them all at once or too many of them at once. It's more than really your health, I think, could handle. But there are a number there, and you might enjoy a few of them, and I'd love for you to check it out. Also, of course, there's some books, and there are some books that are read in audio form. There are some CDs, albums, USB drives with music on them. There's a whole bunch of stuff there and samples of a lot of stuff that I think you might enjoy. So I hope you'll check it out. It's the website, www.curtisshelburne, C-U-R-T-I-S, no space, S-H-E-L-B-U-R-N-E.com. You can find a lot of stuff there. And really, there's a good bit of stuff there that's absolutely free. So why don't you check it out? Sure would appreciate it. And now, let's focus on faith. My cell phone has been stolen again. I've just had another cell phone stolen. It's not really a big deal. It happens at least once a day. I think the thief who keeps stealing it is one guy working alone. I have no idea why he is so persistent and why he bears me such ill will. To be accurate, this miscreant is not actually a thief. He's more of a prankster. Yes, he does take my cell phone, but he just hides it, moves it, buries it, and seems to take pleasure in wasting my time and driving me nuts as I try to find it. Every day sometimes twice, villain, thief, or not. I've thought about having the phone fingerprinted. I've just been watching NCIS. But you already know whose prints they'd find, don't you? Only mine. So, humiliated, I confess, yes, I lose it myself, repeatedly. Indeed, my wife says I need to use my head and be less absent-minded. I maintain that it's because my head is present and very much in use that I seem absent-minded. Overthinking this, 
I've wondered if maybe it's a passive-aggressive kind of thing. Perhaps my subconscious mind resents an instrument that can reel me in at any moment. It rings, and I behave like one of Pavlov's famous dogs. Oh, the irony. If this hypothesis is correct, I lose the phone to assert my control over it. Then I search, which to me sort of sounds like being a bit out of control, doesn't it? The hypothesis is overly complicated. I lose my keys, too, and I have no dicey relationship with them. So maybe the absent-mindedness thing is all that this is really about. I never lose my phone at night. It sits quietly, brain-dead, on its charger in the other room. That it sleeps as far away from me as is possible in our house is purely coincidental, I'm sure. At night... I'm afraid this could be another control issue. I punch its lights out. I found that I rest better when it is well and truly off. I've asked me about that too, and I think my reasoning is that bad news will be just as bad in the morning, and good news will be just as good. Good news, you may have noticed, never comes in the middle of the night. As a pastor, I understand that I need to be available in an emergency at whatever hour, and I'm certainly willing to be found at need. Until just recently, my wife was kind of in the same position, both as a pastor's wife and as municipal judge of our community. She needed to be able to be found easily. But the fact is, anyone who needed either one of us, along with a million telemarketers, knows our landline number. So the phone is safe and secure and quiet at night, tucked in away from me as I'm tucked in myself, both of us asleep. Maybe I should clarify a little further, and that is, my wife will never turn hers off. I can never get her to turn hers off. And so there's an extra line of defense there. Should anybody need us at any hour of the night or day, just call my wife and you'll be sure to get in touch with at least one of us, and certainly the better half. Anyway, I like it better when I'm tucked in, my phone's tucked in, and both of us at night are asleep. At a decent hour in the morning, I faithfully turn the thing on so as to be able to use it, and to get on with the seemingly obligatory business of losing it yet again. I confess, the phone would be easier to find if its ringer was turned up. My wife would be happier too, though I maintain that I do turn it up, I'm sure, well more than half the time. I confess again, I could find it more easily if it was never muted. I do have that Find Me app, or whatever it's called, enabled, lest it wander off more seriously than usual. I wonder, if Jesus were speaking to his disciples today, and if he just told the parables of the lost coin, lost sheep, and lost son, would he possibly add one about the lost cell phone? Or would he even get through a parable or two before Peter or John's cell phone went off and momentarily took center stage? I'm sorry, Matthew sheepishly apologizes. I've got to take this. And Thomas shoots him a look and quietly growls something that might be mistaken for idiot. Andrew reflexively checks for his phone, can't find it, and wonders if Judas took it. No, just lost, misplaced, 
Andrew finds the phone near the nets back in the boat. Cell phones can be nice blessings or harsh masters, and they won't reach the one we need to be calling a lot more often than we do. But our Father really is in control, really loves us, and is always willing and ready to listen at any hour, at any time, in any place. No phone even required. Well, again, thank you for joining us on this Focus on Faith with Curtis Shelburne podcast. I'm so glad you chose to join us, and I hope you'll come back and spend some time with us again. If you like it, why don't you tell some friends about it? Sure would appreciate it. Have a great day.